This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. There we go from MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is out this week, I think. From Houseworks, I'm not sure. Today we get a visit from our resident appliance and AC guy, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. He's no stranger to the program, so Timmy, along with myself, Dell, and hopefully Jeff, are ready for your appliance and home improvement questions. So if you're looking to check your AC unit, change some doorknobs, or repair a buckling floor, give us a call. Share your comments, experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How's it going, Dell? Oh, man, feeling absolutely great. So uh, Dell was just showing me a video of of uh, him playing with fire. <laughs> His guy is playing with fire. What were you doing there? That was a old gravel hot tar roof. And uh, hot tar roof, a gravel hot tar roof. Man, those rocks in that tar, it's hard to get to what's under there. Now, uh-huh. it had some damaged wood, but before we get to the wood, we got to remove the gravel, the tar, the old uh, base sheeting. Uh-huh. And, and it was, man, it was glued down. It sounds like something to do. Well, let me. Uh, we right. had to rent a, um, a chisel, jackhammer. It looks like a, the most fun thing I saw there, though, was the flamethrower. Oh, yeah, which, man. That torch is something on a good hot day. It was the hottest day of the week. Have you guys ever thought about, like, don't you ever want to, like, paint it real cool like the torch? Now so, they like, got have flames on guns, it and stuff, you know? The the guns with no um, no fire. It's, it's heat, but you won't see the fire. That's the old school torch. And we, um, the, the guy wanted it torched down. Um, like I see, I wanted the guy to come out looking like a Ghostbuster about to torch my roof. That <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, you know, we are talking uh, with Timmy today. He's almost here, but we do have some stuff going on. Before I go to Sarah uh, about your ice maker, Sarah, I know you're the first ice maker question today, but. You're you're the first of many, I'm sure, before it's all gone. I did want to answer a quick question, though, from an email that we got real quick here, Dell. Mm-hmm. if that's cool. All right. Uh, I love the show. I learn a lot. I had two questions for the experts. So this one's for you, Dell. Not right. me. She specifically asked for not me. All right. How far do I need to keep furniture away from my baseboard heaters? Wow. You have baseboard heaters? Typically, in a case like that... I would say, um, if Jeff was here, the insurance guy, yeah, he would be like, uh, no, three feet, three feet. Yeah. Yeah. You would be safe probably 32 inches, but you definitely want to, you know, I'm old school. I give it the hand test. Mm -hmm. It's too hot for the hand. It's too hot for the furniture. You know, six inches will be too close to me. Something like that. You want to at least go about 32 inches. Okay. All right. That's, and then she says, uh, what chemicals should I not specifically not put into a septic system. Uh, she says, such as, is a little diluted bleach okay? Well, everybody uses the yeah, bleach. Yeah, bleach. Bleach is fine. You know what? But I those just, acids, that's where you want to be careful. Right. Bleach is like chocolate. There's just not enough. Mm-hmm. You, you can always go with more bleach, you know? Um, so go with that one. Okay, you know what? Let's go with Sarah. You want to see if we can handle this one? You want to wait for Tim, uh, Timmy? What do you want to do? 
we'll give it our shot, and then, you know, he'll always correct us. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, uh, you with us? Yes, I am. Okay. So uh, I'm not sure if you've heard yet or not. Timmy's on his way, so we're going to give it a crack. And if we blow it, we'll tell Timmy to come back and fix it. Sounds good. Okay. So so what's going on with your ice maker? All right. First of all, I recognize this is a first world problem to have a right, yeah. ice maker. <laughs> not working. <laughs> It quit making ice about a week and a half ago, and we changed the filter and put it in a clean cycle. It's a KitchenAid standalone mm-hmm. ice maker, and it's still not making ice. It just makes loud sounds, and um, my husband thinks we need to probably call a plumber. I would love to find something on YouTube, and I thought I would go to y'all to see if the, the ice makers are a, a difficult fix um, or bring in the experts immediately. Um. I'll say, first of all, what it sounds to me like your issue might not be that difficult to fix. If you're hearing that sound, then I'm thinking you're not getting water. You're not not getting water to the place where it needs to be to freeze. And uh, when the mechanism is coming on, there's nothing there. Well, it started doing that even before we changed the filter. So could a... Uh, something had slipped. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could have gotten in the line after the filter or before the filter. Then you wouldn't change the filter, which would have no uh, visible change on the freezer if if the, if the clog was before the filter. Do you follow what I'm saying? I do. I think so, yeah. So we need to just follow the lines then and see if something just was just, just got moved or yeah there's I, I think that's a possibility i i can i can hear timmy the appliance guy laughing from yeah. his vehicle yeah. 10 <laughs> miles away but those um, hammerheads don't know what they're talking right about. No. <laughs> but i mean you know if okay so it's making noise i guess when um uh i'll have him come back and answer this the the moment like he it tries to engage but it's it's no water getting to the source that it still does feel like that to me yeah it makes sort of a grinding, sort of sad noise, like it wants to do something, but it can't. Did you say sad noise? Yes, sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it doesn't produce ice, it just plays that sound. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what, Sarah? I'm going to ask a favor of you, okay? I want you to continue listening to this show. And and I'm gonna have our guy diagnose diagnose this perfectly on air and tell you the solution. So don't stop listening, okay? And then I'll someone might come call in also that um, has knowledge of this. That's right, right. Someone else who's had the problem and fixed it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. And and if thank you've you. got a uh, thought on Sarah's issue with the ice maker, call us at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And uh, we've got a couple of more emails. This is funny. I've got, oh, a tip. Get this, Del. Okay. Get this. All right. This is uh, from Sherry. All right. And Sherry says, hi, guys. I wanted to share this tip with you. I have hardwood stairs that I had slipped and taken a fall going down them several times wearing socks. First of all, Sherry, if you have wood stairs, don't wear socks when you walk up the wood stairs. That's how you you replace shins. You know, the That's front dangerous. of your yeah, it hurts, man. It hurts bad. I did it when I was a kid a lot. I bought some Rustoleum anti skid additive at Home Depot and added some to Johnson's one step no buff wax. I think I found that at Lowe's. I mixed it all in a small container, then painted it on my steps with a brush. It dried clear, and they added texture to my stairs to make them anti slip. It worked like a charm. You can put this added uh 
additive substance into a latex or mm-hmm. an oil-based paint, epoxy stains or sealers to create a skid-resistant coating for concrete, wood, metal, or fiberglass even. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. What a handy yeah. product. Very cool. You know, actually, I've had that in my home, yes. or, or, or meaning the wood steps before, and that can make for a very rough uh, ride if you were wearing socks. Yes. Uh, you want to use some skid proof on any area like that, steps or uh, in the bathroom or, or on, the, on the front porch. Right. Areas that get wet, you need some type of slip guard. Right. Or dusty, you know, inside mm-hmm. the home. If you've got wood stairs and they're dusty, you know, dry and dusty and mm-hmm. you wear socks, mm-hmm. that's it. All right. You know what, folks? We're going to continue our discussion after the break. What are you working on this time of year? Have you done your AC maintenance yet? Remember, don't use high power. Okay. Low power. Are you looking to remodel your bathroom and stay out of the heat? Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601. Uh, might have said the name wrong there. Affordable Solutions 601. Sometimes I move things through kind of fast. Yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, also, Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out today, but in his stead, we've got Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Also taking emails at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Timmy, thanks for coming back in. (laughs) Well, you made it for some of the show. 18 minutes and 14 seconds late. Right. All right. (laughs) Well, um, just for that, I made this poor woman... Wait for you for what, like eighteen uh, minutes? Sarah, are you still with me? Are you still yeah. with me? You yeah. are. Yes, Miss that's Sarah. awesome. Okay, I'm so stinking so first, sorry. first the apology from Timmy, and then an answer and a solution to your problem. No matter what it is, Sarah, on the house. Okay, <laughs> do I say? It? Can we explain it again? Yes, ma'am. Yes, please. Okay, we have a standalone KitchenAid ice maker that we love. And about two weeks ago, it quit making ice. He opened it up, and the ice was just sort of drifting away. And so we saw a little light that said change the filter or filter change or whatever. So we did that, and I think he thinks he did it right, my husband, changing the filter. And we went through a clean cycle, and it's making noise but no ice at all. Yeah. Empty. The – um. You know, the filters aren't very hard to change on that, so I'm sure he did it correctly. The one biggest problem with KitchenAid under-the-counter ice makers is after about two or three years, and sometimes you can get longer, but usually about two or three years, the evaporator coil starts leaking on that mm. uh, on that unit. And when it starts leaking, Freon scapes, can't get a cold tray no more, can't make ice. That is normally 90% the problem with the KitchenAid ice maker. 
So you're saying we've got a disposable product here. We do not have a disposable. But that thing costs too much money to dispose of. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The evaporator? Not the evaporator. The evaporator you can dispose of, but not the not the actual ice maker. So this is um, one that you fix? This is one that you fix. I mean, it's expensive, and they're good. I mean, the electronics in them are good. Uh-huh. It's just that stinking evaporator cool. And they know they got an issue. I'd be dang if they're going to fix it. Okay. okay. All right. So what you do is you call. Where You're in Jackson. Can I say a name? Huh. <laughs> Uh, okay, sure. Uh, there's a, a company called uh, A1 Appliance in Pearl. Yes. And them guys replace evaporator coils on those things probably every single week. Okay. They're so really call good. Them and, we'll, and cross fingers that it's, well, it sounds like it might be 90% of the problem is evaporator yeah. coils just need to be replaced. Most of the time. And I don't know how much the evaporator coil usually costs. It's been a while since so I changed one of those out. Um, but right now we're too stinking busy to do it. And I really wish I could come over and do it for you. Wow. But, giving it away. Me too. Uh, me too. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so stinking swamp right now. My guys hate me. Right. Well, you know, you're doing it right. If your guys hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, but yeah, that, that is probably going to be the problem Miss Sarah. All right. Well, okay. thank you very much, Sarah. We're going to move it along, and uh, we appreciate you holding for so long. And Timmy says he's sorry. I am. I'm Thanks. really sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. I'm going to go to uh, Susan and Jackson, and she's got a a musty smell. Am I correct? That's correct. So what mm-hmm. is this? Where Where's it coming from? I can't figure it out. I walk around in the room and sniff and... I just can't figure out where it's coming from, and it only happens in the summertime. Only happens in the summertime. Okay. What are you doing? And I had some. I had some window. I thought it was coming from the windows that are wooden framed, and I had some window men come over and look at the windows, and they said, "No, that wasn't the source." Where Where is your air condition located? It's. Uh, I have. All this is upstairs, and I have an upstairs air conditioning unit. Uh huh. Like a like a window unit? No, it's a central unit. Okay, okay. Um, and how old is the home? Uh, about twenty five years. Okay, that's not that bad. Is it the same what? existing air condition? I'm sorry. What? Is it the same existing air condition for the twenty five years? Oh no, no. It's uh, the air conditioning unit is maybe eight years old. You know what brand it is? No, I do not. Okay. There's one brand out there that have, they're really, is it a heat pump? Yes. Okay. That's probably your problem. Um, it's what you call dirty sock syndrome, which I know that sounds disgusting. But, oh, uh, we got to write this down. Dirty <laughs> sock syndrome. Dirty sock syndrome. Java, you, you, you got to research that. <laughs> and this, dirty uh, sock syndrome. Basically, there's. There's a there's a couple of units out there that have this particular problem, and they research. It said because it's coming out of recycled aluminum and recycled copper and all this stuff. I read up on it big time because I had one customer I couldn't get rid of it for. So uh, basically, what I had to but, do. Go ahead. But the other rooms don't have that smell. The what now? The other upstairs rooms that are serviced by that air conditioning unit do not have that same smell. That's interesting. That is interesting. That would be a good thing, though, because that would mean it would be local to that room. And okay. there's nothing in that room you can't change out to get rid of that smell. Is it on the exterior wall? I mean, do you have, like, two exterior walls, one exterior wall in that room? or No, just one exterior wall. You don't have any foundation issues or nothing like that, do you? No. Okay. A lot of times, the reason why I'm asking, sometimes the um, 
like you know if it was a bad enough you know crack or something like that and it split the visqueen under the slab mm-hmm. you could be uh-huh. wicking water up through there getting on the carpet you know and the, i mean oh it, it, that'd be a bad a bad one but um is know, there a return in that room yes an air return hmm. yes you would think if it was if there was a return it would be blowing it everywhere yeah there'd be a lot of flow um okay hmm. That's a tricky that, one. You're gonna, right you're gonna have. You stumped our expert. That's it. Uh, we, we, we're gonna need to get a new expert, John. Right? Well, this, I mean, the reason broke. why that's because I mean, you know, if that one room has a lot of airflow or something like that, I mean, it could still be dirty sock, but most of the time you're gonna smell it everywhere. The rooms that have a weaker airflow, you're gonna smell it less, of course. But uh, women's noses are way more better than men's noses. What what yeah. sort of? I have one question, Susan. What sort of flooring do you have? Wood. Wood flooring. Um, is it genuine wood? Yes. Okay. Um, and is it to an outside wall? Yes. There is an outside wall. Okay. I'm gonna look behind those baseboards and see if you've gotten any moisture in. Behind those baseboards, Dell. Yeah, okay. any mold or any um, might even need to do the um, the water detection to see if any leaking is going on. That's a good point. Okay. You can get a cheaper moisture meter and uh, check out and see see what's going on in that room. Okay, yeah, just idea. a little seep will do it. Right. All right. Thanks a lot, Susan. Hope uh, hope we helped out there. Let's uh, move it along to Mikey and Mobile. And you've got a comment about, oh, the slippery stairs thing. How's it going, Mikey? Hey, it's going pretty good. Um, as usual, there's more stuff to do all the time. Uh, right. You know, thank goodness I'm, you know, so far able to do most of it. Right. Uh, but the stair thing. Um, now, what she's uh, referring to, I mentioned a little bit earlier, a lady a lady sent a, uh email and said, uh, hey, use this stuff with your paint or your stain or your, you know, whatever else. Uh, skid-proof. It, it skid-proof uh, stairs, things like that. So when we were talking about wood stairs with socks specifically, uh, and she used the skid-proof, and, it, and she says it worked great. So what were you going to say, Mikey? I was going to say that having done something like this, it may be too late for her to, you know, to actually incorporate <clears throat> this into her plans. <clears throat> but um, uh, when I was rebuilding a house, um, uh, part of the agreement that I made with the builder was that I would do the polyurethaning on the wood, which it, it turned out beautiful, I, I must say myself. Um, <laughs> uh, the polyurethane on the tops of the, the, the rest of the parts of the stairs that were painted white, um, which is kind of a classic look, you know. Mm-hmm. Like not, not that I'm so cl- – well, yeah, I guess I am a classic. I'm an antique, okay? Um, uh, but in painting on the poly, in, I looked at the directions – and it said, you know, sand this between every coat. Right. And uh, and I, I looked at it and I thought about it and I thought, well, that would be great if you were making a bar top or a countertop or something. Yes. But I'm making stairs here. I'm making uh-huh. stair steps with a bullnose, you know, front right. to them. So I just I cut out the sanding step and I just painted them over. And the, the wood grain itself, the rising of the wood grain itself, Little bits of uh, uh, sawdust and all that other stuff kind of added to the grippiness. Enough grippiness that my short-legged little dogs can run up and down them, okay? Not bad. All right. Thank you, Mikey. (laughs) That's a good idea. Appreciate it. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB. 
ring. This is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun today because Timmy's here, and he was a little bit late, so we can just like run him into the ground. There's not much you can say to that. <laughs> so, all right, uh, get your phone call in, 877-MPB-RING. Got another uh, thing here, and this was from our car show. We got a uh, from our car show last mm-hmm. week. And I remember we had uh, Allison Walker on, the lady auto mechanic on, and uh, this person, John Immobile, said, I wanted to get two uh, old cars running again so I can sell them instead of junking them. My first problem is that they quit running years ago with gas in the tank. What would be a cheap shade tree way to remove gallons of very old gasoline? Well, you can either go get a cheap siphon or you can cut two pieces of rubber ho- or a piece of rubber hose about six foot long. Uh, mm-hmm. Whichever way you want to do it, but a siphon is a it's a natural physical thing that you can do, um, and you can either buy a pump to make the siphon work, or you can do another way, Dell. Yeah, I would say get that pump, man. Unless you like to taste the gas, right? Yeah, unless you like to taste the gasoline, especially old gasoline, yes. because the only way to get that gas to come up out of that tank, otherwise, is is to give it a little help. Is the uh, is the is the gas tank? Like right, like right here, kind of thing. No, no, it's in a car. It's in an old car. Understood, understood. But what I'm saying is, I mean, you know, I'm I'm always thinking easy, right? Right. So you're going to turn the car over, aren't you? No, just let the gas. Well, I mean, the easy way to do it: take a screwdriver and just pop. You know, smack a hole in it; it'll drain out quick. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Worry about nothing. Mm -hmm. But uh, other way, you know, the uh, the pump. You know, of course, sitting on top of the gas tank, right? Uh Mm -hmm. And you got a hose coming off the pump. Right. Pop the hose off. Get another hose. Take your five gallon bucket. Turn the key on, and just push the gas off in there. Yeah. Wow, that just got you. Yeah, do you sit around making mouse traps all day? That's amazing. <laughs> I'm an AC guy, man. Right, right, right. He'll figure it out. Eight seven seven MPB ring. We've got Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies here this morning. That's going to help us out all morning long, and you can get your question answered. About he also does. Uh, <laughs> well, let's just say he does ice makers. No, appliances, appliances, oh, but uh, ice makers are hate, typically the call. Hate me for being late. <clears throat> and, and you know what? It's the same thing in my house the other day. I got home, and the wife said, I would love to have made some tea, but your ice maker froze up. Oh, of course, it, no. it's mine when it freezes. You know, it's hers <laughs> when it the works. Right, yeah. uh, well, and yeah, I've got like this, uh, you know, those seven multi-tool uh tools that you find that can cut carpet and use as a hammer and everything else in the world. (laughs) They're great for scraping off the ice on an ice maker. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, So so that's what I did, but I I figured out a faster way to scrape the ice off. Why does this keep happening, Timmy? Why does my ice maker keep freezing up as the most annoying thing on the planet? Is it like the tray freezing over? You know, the uh, okay, it's got one of those big things that you push in there and you pull the cartridge out and you see the big screw in it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're coming in the door, you're coming in the. It is inside the, okay. the unit. Uh, the door is just a hole, basically. Gotcha. Um, but inside the unit, you pull this big drawer out, which is the, the ice drawer, and you'll see a thing on the top and it will be just frozen solid, like this plastic piece. That's about, where your ice dumps out. That's where your tray. Yeah, man, it's, it's a it's a most of the time what happens either some some trays they just turn over, mm-hmm. you know, and some trays they have like an actuator on there that 
that both of them turn and one of them stops. And whenever uh-huh. it stops, the other one keeps turning, so it twists the tray like an old-school ice maker. Oh, no way. And it dumps it out. Uh-huh. So either one, you're not getting rid of all your ice out of the tray when uh-huh. it's time to dump. Uh-huh. Or two, your, um, your, um, your line coming in the back, uh-huh. the solenoid down there. If that solenoid, if you got trash in that solenoid, not in the solenoid itself, uh-huh. but inside that the water flow part of it, right. and it's not slamming all the way back shut, this is leaking a little bit of water. So it sits there and drips, drips, so it keeps filling oh, it up. Oh, man. So that's normally what happens. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go home and hire someone to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, okay, here we go. We're going to take a break real quick. We've got some folks calling in from uh, Memphis and on the road. We're going to get to you in just a second here. We'll continue our discussion after the break. What are you working on this time of year? Have you done your AC maintenance yet? You're looking to remodel the bathroom and stay out of the heat? You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jess Simmons from Houseworks is out this week, but Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies is in. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Here we go on to the road to uh, Irving. And he's got a comment on our gas tank uh, situation of getting rid of all the old gas out of a gas tank. How's it going, Irving? Uh, good morning. How are you all doing? Good. So what, what was your comment? Well, you had me all chuckling about the gas tank issues on those two older cars you right. wanted to get back on the road and sell. Uh-huh. Well, we all know about ethanol and the gas, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe those gas tanks probably rusted out when the ethanol separated out of the gas from just sitting for all those years. Really? Oh, yeah. So you think... you now, think that's, uh, my cars over the years were the safest thing to do is obviously remove the gasoline. But in this case, I would suggest taking the whole entire gas tank out of the car, leave the gas in it, obviously, dispose of it with the gas tank removed from the car safely somehow without siphoning and swallowing it, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I believe it's rusty. I believe those tanks probably got very rusty on the inside from sitting all those years. Right. So you're not like Jason. You won't just grab the first garden hose you find and go siphon that thing out. <laughs> yeah, chuck it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that why you're so wired all the time? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just, just drinking drink all gas. the gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, appreciate it, Irving. Let's keep on uh, moving. Let's go to Memphis, and Lisa's there, and you've got a AC question for our AC guy. What's going on? I do. Hey, uh, my air is not cooling. Um, the uh, apartment maintenance guy came out. He cleaned it, filled, put over a pound of Freon in it, but it is still not cooling. It blows, but it's not blowing cool air. Mm. And the unit, the furnace itself, was replaced in this uh, back in March, and is there anything, what else could it be? 
because they want to say he put the free on, it's good to go, <laughs> but it's not cooling. I mean, is it a is I mean, is it cooling at all, or is it blowing like just hot air? It uh, it blows. It doesn't go below eighty four degrees. Mm. Oh, that's not cooling. No. How many mamas I dealt with this this right. week? <laughs> um, uh, do you know where that unit is outside? Uh, yes, I do. Have you went out there and looked at it? I did. I look. I was well. You know, I don't really know what I'm looking at, but I, I was looking for ice buildup, and I didn't see uh, any. Yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like the compressor, or you know, you got there's three different components. There's a bunch of different components in the outside unit, but you got a compressor, and then you got a fan. You know, that's the mm-hmm. two electrical kind of you know big components in there. Um, the compressor may not be running, but the fan is, and the fan may be not running, but the compressor is. So you can go out there. Oh, that, you can, the fan runs. The no fan, the fan runs. When you put your hand over the top of that unit, you should feel uh, warm to hot air um, outside. So if it's not blowing warm to hot air and it feels like it's either cool or you know blowing just kind of whatever room temperature kind of air, then uh, that means that compressor is not coming on or it still doesn't have any Freon in it. Okay. So okay. that if the compressor is not coming on, it could be something simple as a capacitor or it could be something okay. simple as burning off, you know, a, a terminal burning off of a wire or something like that. It could be something simple, but it also could be something expensive. Luckily for you, you know, they deal with it, <laughs> not you. But dealing with apartment maintenance people can be very, very irritating. Yes, it is. <laughs> we've got we've got one apartment complex up here in, in Jackson that uh that they call me on every stinking one of the ones that you know their their maintenance guy can't fix, which I swear to you has got to be every one he touches, right? <laughs> and I go out there, and it's sometimes it's just something really stupid and simple, like oh, well you didn't turn the breaker on, you know, when he cleaned oh. it, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. So I mean, it could be a lot of different stuff. But, okay. you know, normally it's, you know, most of the time a simple thing. You know, I mean, if, like I said, just put your hand over the top of that unit outside, see if it's blowing hot or cold. If it's blowing cold, cool kind of air, call them and say, look, my compressor's not coming on. My fan runs, my compressor's not coming on. I'm hot. Get your booty out here. Let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not paying rent right. until this is cool. Okay. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, yeah, that is the next step. I have called code enforcement. So there they you will go. be out there looking. So. There you go. <laughs> Thank All right. you. Love you guys. Yes, have ma'am. a fabulous day. Thank, Thank you, Lisa. Let's keep on moving. We'll go to uh, Jane and Madison with a washing machine question. How are you, Jane? I'm good. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. So what's going okay. on? Okay. Uh, I have a Maytag Centennial clothes washer, and it works fine except one problem. The cold, when it puts the cold water in, it trickles. It doesn't come in quickly like it did it, you know, before. The hot water comes in fine, but it takes the cold water on the rinse cycle and on the irregular wash cycle, it takes it almost 30 minutes, and it just trickles. Yeah. Already, so I can I look at Jason's <laughs> face, and he is just bouncing off the walls right now when uh-huh. I answer this question. No, 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 no. I'm going to let the pro <laughs> answer the no, question. This is easy. This I'm is trying easy. to lay back, but... but <laughs> Okay, no, I'm not. Gonna. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Uh, on the, okay. on the, I know you don't know anything about it, but you know it's just funny because us guys, you know, we get to put our hands in crap all the time, and it's just fun. Oh, and okay. talk, looking at each other, like, oh my god, do we know this one? <laughs> so, uh, on, the, on the back of this washing machine, of course, you got two hoses, right? You got a hot and a cold. Right. Um, the hot side's not coming in 
good. So whenever you take the hose off of the back of the washer, not off the actual hose bib in the wall, but on the actual back of the washer, mm-hmm. and you unscrew that, there's a little screen in there. And that little screen has probably got some sediment from your hot water or your water heater that has it's gotten in. Now. There. Does, that, does that make a difference? It's the cold that's not coming in. It could be the, the exact same thing. I mean, okay. they could have done some water line work down the road, and you got a little uh-huh. trash in there. You know, okay. so all you got to do, if you can slide that thing out of there and make sure you turn the water off back behind the, the washing machine, turn the hot end cold off, just be on the safe side in case it tries to kick on, then you're going to get a wet face. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> just take that water hose off and uh, look at that little screen in there. It's like a little cone, and uh, you can take like a little tiny screwdriver, and it should have a gasket around it. All right. Take a little tiny screwdriver and just pop it out. Go in there, take it to your uh sink or something and wash it out real clean pop it back in there put your hose back on turn your water on and you'll be ready to roll oh, way to go wow uh, thanks t- for that good info i'll put yes, my husband to work this afternoon there, there you go i would make sure that you turn the water valve all the way yeah i will i will uh-huh. i'll make sure i'll watch him and monitor okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good supervisor right yeah. yeah my wife is too right. <laughs> <laughs> all right jane thank you very much we appreciate it Okay, let's uh, keep on moving. Craig, oh, wait a sec. You know what? If you want to get a, uh, a call in to Timmy or to Dell, uh, want a question answered, you can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email. I've got them open right now. Fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, let's go to Craig and Biloxi and uh you were talking about uh, that uh, f- draining the fuel from those old cars with that old gas in it. What was your thought? Screwdriver. I know yeah. what he's going to say. Screwdriver. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I use a uh, squeeze ball from an outboard uh, engine to, you know, the squeeze ball for the fuel line right. to uh, get the prime started. That's the cheapest fuel pump you can buy. There you go. That's good. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Because if it doesn't have a fuel pump, you know, if it's like an old one and doesn't have uh-huh. a fuel pump on there, you're gonna have to have something to suck it out of there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, if you jam a big hose down there, you will mess up the sending unit for the for the. Uh, it's got a big fuel gauge, and and that's a no no. So I use a real skinny line, and I and I just put a little fitting on the end of it, and and let it work down in there. So you just just completely blew the garden hose yeah. theory. Dude, what is yeah, wrong yeah. with you, Craig? Right, Craig, come on, man. Well, you've got, you got to have a little patience there. Right. And, and that little skinny hose will work. Man, we live in Mississippi. So the only we tool I need is not a hammer or a bulldozer? That's right. So, right. Yeah, yeah okay. that Alabama credit card's not going to work. Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, you said uh, you've got a comment uh, or a question also. Uh, yeah, what can I do with my old gas? I still have, I just did my car, and it's, and the tank is plastic. The metal ones went out 20 years ago. Right. Uh, and, and I still have 10 gallons of old gas. I don't know what to do with it. You should, I think you probably take it to your, like, auto zone or something. They take oil. I'm sure they would probably yeah, take gas or something. It's, I mean, it was, when you say old, you, are you talking a, a couple months or a t- couple years or what? Six years. Oh, Probably like a really good bonfire, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I tried, but I put a cup of it in a tin can, and it took an hour to burn that cup off. Wow, wow, wow. So, that's like so old. I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to sit, and, and it let black smoke out. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you can't yeah, add them. To yeah, it there are the oil recycling places should take that though. 
you know what I'm saying, which is AutoZone. AutoZone, um, O'Reilly's, CarQuest. Okay, okay, I'll try that. I yeah. have, I, I, I've never tried to take old gas. I never had this problem. Yeah, how many gallons do you have? Uh, about 10. Oh, okay. Right. Well, at least you ain't got no enemies. I knew you. I, I would have thought you'd, I already knew what you would have done with it. If you a lot had of enemies, gas, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, thanks, dude, Craig. You need some gas? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got 10 gallons of it. Right. All right, thanks, Craig. It was a small, big explosion there. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, you said, Timmy, that you've been getting a 1,000 questions. or uh, uh, Your your business is going good at the moment. What's going on? Is everybody's air conditioner blown up? Oh, yeah, man. They're going nuts. Um Actually, man, I, I, I talked to a guy uh, a week and a half ago, something like that, and mm-hmm. we put some new air conditions in for him. He actually bought three, you know, which uh-huh. is a really big investment, you know, and uh, he's very happy. You uh-huh. know, and I told him, that, you know, so I got him on the on the radio tomorrow, man, because he, he likes questions. And he's like, man, I hope I'm not bugging you with these questions. I was like, dude, I learn by questions. Right. Because, you know, man, if you ask me a question – my brain is just going to start, you know, until you get it, it, you know, yeah. and then so I, I mean, I always, you know, try to try to learn from everything. So, right. man, this dude, he's probably listening right now, Mister Bob. If you're listening, you're the bomb for all these questions. So if you wow. feel like calling, you got some questions, call. Man, this is a great, a uh, great show to ask questions on. Yeah, but, that's what we're doing here. You know, but man, I'm gonna tell you, we have been just blown up. Huh. You know, my guys, like I said, they hate me right now. You know. Well, I mean, it got hot one day. In Mississippi, yes. I, you guys remember that, right? Man. It like it, it was like forty seven one day, and then it was eighty five. <laughs> yeah, and we were done, you know. Man, Thomas, uh, you don't know if you ever met Thomas. I told him mm. I was going to let him come up here and take my spot one day because, man, he is like a a genius when it comes to just. Oh, that's the one that out. texts you when you say something wrong on the air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, or well, it could be this, right? You know? Like Thomas, quit it. Right. But uh, but no, man. I mean, he he's uh, he's making a lot of money right now, man. He's putting in some serious overtime, right? And uh, everybody's making money. But man, good lord, sometimes yeah. you start wondering: is it really worth dying for? Right <laughs> outside with 140 degrees. Now that's how I felt when I went in the attic. Mm-hmm. I went in the attic to do a little. Well, we uh, were talking work, at the man. beginning of the show, Dell, and we were just talking about you working with fire. Yeah, um, on a roof, you know, that's and awesome. occasionally with tar. the wind will blow the fire up. You know, it's already hot on your head. Right. The sun is beaming down, no shade. Right. And then the wind blows the fire back at you. And y'all, if y'all ain't never seen Dale, his his eyebrows are a little thinned out now. Right, that's true. 877 MPB ring. That's 877 is the number to call. Uh, you know what? We're going to continue our discussion after the break. What are you working on right now this time of year? Uh, you know what? I got to tell you what the wife and I worked on this weekend. It was so awesome. Uh-oh. I cannot wait. Yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, so have you done any uh, AC maintenance yet? And uh, I, I've got to have Timmy tell us how to clean out that the outside unit. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. So you got you can really do that wrong. We'll, we'll do that when we come back. And we'll go back to the phone. 877-MPB-RING if you want to get your call in. Now this is Fix 101 on mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. 
Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out this week, but we've got our guest Timmy McClendon in from AC Remedies. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Right before the break, I kind of... Forgot where I was for a moment because Timmy sneezed and I didn't know what. T- I, I just forgot where I was. He said I blew his brains out. Yeah, he's just like I, I, I was like, all right, I didn't know where I was. Okay, all right. So let's. Uh, oh, before we go to the phone, I wanted to say what we did this past weekend. The wife and I bought a screen door. Now get this, folks. Oh, wow. This time of the year. Now I know it sounds silly because it's so hot. So we're, we didn't intend to use the screen door right now because it's it, it's really hot. But we wanted it for the fall and the spring. And uh, to keep the animals in while we keep the doors open, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing, let it air out. But let me tell you, if you ever wanted to do this, it's not – this is definitely something that someone without a whole lot of experience can do. If you want to put a screen door on, it's not that difficult. You do need a couple of tools, uh, one of those tools being a uh, a, a saw so that, can, yeah, so that you can uh, trim off what you need from the door to trim off to make it fit the doorway. Uh, they make those doors to trim properly. But it comes with the screws. It comes with the hinges. It comes with the, the handles. Everything else is right there. And you can just take an afternoon and put it on yourself. It is a good, good project to do. All right, let's go. Yeah, I've go got on. one comment uh-huh. on the screen door. What's that? If you have a 135-pound Great Dane, the screen door is not going to last because he literally Call sailed it. right through right. my screen door <laughs> and never checked up. Really? <laughs> Dude, I had to go buy a new screen. Well, you may need to call the ironworks people. Yeah. 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 All right, let's go to John in uh, North Mississippi about a faucet. What's going on, man? Uh, yes, um, working with a friend of mine, she has the cold water supply under her sink, has the, uh, the quarter inch um, split out for the uh, um, ice maker and for some reason replaced the faucet replaced all the supply lines but the cold water does not come out up to the faucet could that valve be bad or could it be something else it sounds like about all it could be uh, it, are you it sounds like you're kind of daisy chaining your water is that is that right are you going from one to the other no, uh, you know, they make the, usually the valve, you know, just a angle valve. Yeah, they, make a a, they make a dual port They make valve. the one that has the quarter inch off the side of it. Right, right. So um, you want that valve, uh, let's say you've got it closed. Now, tell me, what, what are you thinking? Where is that going to hey, go? Well, the, dual, the dual port valve, I mean, if it's like the, the compression valve you put on the actual pipe and then you screw your uh, three-eighths go into your uh, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, faucet or right. quarter, whatever it is, and then you got a quarter-inch line that goes to the ice maker, that dual port valve, I mean, if it's getting water to the ice maker and not to the faucet or to the faucet, not the ice maker, that means something's wrong inside that valve. Yeah, and I would mm-hmm. suggest, uh, John, one of the thoughts that, that you could do here, uh, the the compression fitting is one thing, but, you know, you may want to just try a shark in this instance if you know your, your sizes. That could be real quick. I know it's it's a little bit more expensive than using the, 
you know, like the 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 brass elbow, that kind of thing, or the T. But Man, they are great. But they are they are great, and it'll be a lot faster. But but I'm 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 going to go with Timmy on that. Wh- whichever um, uh, brass fitting you chose may have been uh, incorrect size or something of that nature. So, all right, let's uh, keep on going. We've got one more in Gulfport. Oh, this is going to be a blast! Oh, all right. yeah. Do you have your? Do we still have uh, Java? Do we have our? Uh, like bleep button on for just in case this guy like curses out Timmy. Okay. <laughs> Mike is on the line in Gulfport and he wants to talk about AC contractors. I'm going to hide under the table. Go for it, Mike. Hey guys. Thank y'all for the show today. AAC remedies. Appreciate what you're doing on the air at Air Force. Yes, sir. Uh, just want to remind everybody to you hire a AC contractor, make sure they're licensed and bonded and, and uh, make sure you're getting a good job and you know be easy be easy on those folks right now. It's hot. We're doing all we can to support y'all for everything. Man, I can appreciate you saying that. Well, can you come yeah. out today? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was so afraid this guy was going to call and just like man, look, I wanted to climb under the table you. with right. you, dude. <laughs> and then use some backup. You down this way, holler at me. We appreciate what y'all doing. Yeah, and hey, everybody out there listening on the radio today, hell state. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, you were going to tell us real quick before we go off the air. Hang on just a second, Job. You were going to tell us about how to clean the outside unit yeah. without having yeah. to buy a new outside unit. The best <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a short story. I'll say it real quick. A lady asked me, you know, or went out there, had a dirty coal, and she said, can I clean it myself? It's like a 60-something-year-old lady. I'm sitting there thinking, like, it's probably not a good idea. Uh-huh. So, And it's funny because Thomas just texted me this while ago. So anyway, I told her, I said, look, if you want to try, take the lid off the top of it. You uh-huh. know, spray it from the inside out, you know, uh-huh. and it, you can try it yourself. Well, anyway, she calls me back a few days later, uh-huh. you know. And uh, she's like, I cleaned it. I mean, it is shiny and it is pretty <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, man. And she's like, it's not cooling. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, what in the world? Maybe she just forgot to turn her breaker back on. Right, so right, so right. it was a courtesy call. I was going to go out there, uh-huh. you know, look at it, whatever. And, man, you ain't lying. That thing was shiny uh-huh. because she done bent every fin over oh, on that no. air-conditioned cool day with a pressure washer. So basically just, it was like that. It was just a big vacuum not oh, getting any air. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> and man, I went out there, dude. And I, I told her, I said, oh, I'm so sorry, but you're gonna need a new coal or a condenser. And the condenser was so old mm-hmm. that the coal for it was just gonna be too expensive. Oh, she had no. to buy the unit, dude. And I the, felt horrible. The issue, folks, is that these little fins that he's talking about are so tiny, thin, just a little bit more than tin foil for real, literally. So, so if you push it with with heavy water, mm-hmm. you know, with a, a, a sprayer or something, yeah, it's gonna bend. You it. can't. I mean, you, remember, uh, cold, no you remember when you was kids, you know, and you seen the old air conditioning cool, you take your finger. Just them, oh, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, hey, man, this is so fun. I can write my name in right, it, yeah. Dad. Look. And your right. dad's like, right. But that's what you're doing is yeah. destroying your destroying air conditioning. Destroying it. Right, yes. So you can't comb them back straight. Right. No. <laughs> you, you can, like, hail dense, but whenever you got a pressure washer that just oh, yeah. bend it over, man, it is done. It's mm-hmm. done. Okay. Well, uh, there you go. Java back here live. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was going to ask this question, too. I put it on the script, but we had so many calls. It's like, how long before you go to a house does do they ask you, are you finished yet? Because they're, they're burning up. The AC's yeah, off. Yeah, 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 by the, well, by the time Timmy gets there, it's 96 degrees <laughs> in the bathroom. You know? yeah. And can you come That's today? never a good place to be 96, no. man. <laughs> Oh geez. So yeah. Th- yeah, do you uh do they hit you up on those calls a lot? 
Are you talking about the uh, uh, your clients? I mean, yeah. how how soon after you get to the house are they? Man, I mean, they're wanting you to fix it right then. Of course, you know when you get there. So, I mean, if it takes if it's a long repair, it could take a while, and they get irritated. But a lot of them, man, they'll make two or three appointments with different companies. Whoever comes first, they'll call the other ones back and be like, "I got oh, some money." No yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's harsh. So, right. It is bad, dude. All right, that's it. That's a wrap. Fix It One Hundred One is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today is Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons and Timmy McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.